The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Tuesday, May 24th, and we are here trying to help you make the next best financial decision in your life. Now, in your life, it sounds so, I don't know, final. It doesn't have to be at this moment. How about that? Your financial priorities, they shift all the time. So I want to be clear that the decisions that you made 10 or 12 years ago, there's no reason to go back and say, oh, why did I do that? That was dumb. It doesn't matter. You're, you are where you are. Let us help you get to your next desired place, okay? So if you would like us to weigh in, us being me and Mark, Mark Talercio, CFP, best executive producer in the world, if you'd like us to weigh in on your situation, just go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, let us know if you would be willing to come on the air. Today, we have someone from across the border. It is Joe who is on the line from Canada. Welcome to the program. But you were very clear. You're like, I'm American. You're an American <laughs> living in Canada, which is um, always interesting to me. So how long have you been in Canada? Um, we've been here about four years now. What made you move there? Um, Beth and I, my spouse, Beth, uh, we were international teachers. We taught at international schools all over the world. And um, we, I got my permanent residency in Canada about 10, 11 years ago. And we went back out overseas and just came back four years ago because um, Beth has no paperwork in the U.S. And we also don't have uh, any health care coverage in the U.S. <laughs> I was going to say, I have to feel like a little bit like when people say they end up in Canada, I'm like, it's a health care thing. But yes. maybe not. It's also that... <laughs> It's a nice place to live, I presume. Yes. So what's going on and how can we help you out? So my question today is about, um, so as I said, my spouse, Beth and I, um, she's 50, I'm 49. Uh, she's a Canadian. I'm an American. We are hoping huh, to be retiring in the next year or two. What? Uh, that's our goal. That's our goal. Um, we had a financial advisor write up a plan for us here in Canada, and she said that that would work, hopefully. Um, but like I said, we taught internationally for most of our career, so we have no pension, um, and we will have relatively little to none Social Security or old age pension here in Canada. Um, so we're used to saving. We've saved for our retirement, having been international teachers. And my question comes down to this. We're used to saving. We've been doing dollar cost averaging each week, about $1,000 a week. Um, but about two or three weeks ago, the way the markets have been so volatile and we're less than five years from retirement, I thought to myself, I wonder if it's smarter to try and save two to three years worth of living expenses. So if we are really able to retire in a year or two, we would have that ready to go. But my mm. concern is 
A, with inflation, B, should we just put it in a bank account? But we don't have I bonds here because that would be what I would do. But they have like what's called the GIC, which is similar to CDs in the U.S. for yep. two to three percent. And so my, I really would love your advice on should we keep dollar cost averaging with the volatility of the markets or should we do my plan of just try to save two to three years worth of living expenses? Let's talk about what you've done so far. So tell us about the savings and investing that you have that you have on hand at this point. Okay, so we have um, in the U.S. I have a Roth IRA that's worth um, almost uh, over about one hundred and fifty thousand. Um, and here in Canada, Beth has what's called the TFSA, which is their version of a Roth IRA that has about sixty thousand. And then the rest, um, which is our total, is around seven hundred and twenty-five thousand, is in taxable investments. We own our home outright. We had to actually pay for it in cash uh, because we couldn't get a mortgage when we came back. So 150 in your Roth, 60 in her Canadian version of a Roth, 725 in a taxable house is owned outright. And what about your needs? Like, what do you think you need to spend in? uh, Again, if you're going to retire in a year and you're 50, we have to see if this money can last you. 40 years. That's right. Exactly. Um, so our spending is about 3000 to 3500 a month. Um, mm-hmm. And what our financial uh, planner had said to us was we would not until we were like 70, I think, um, do a reversible mortgage. So, oh, okay. Yeah, because okay. we live in downtown Toronto in a in a condo that's already appreciated quite a lot. I'd say we bought it at seven hundred thousand, and it's at nine hundred thousand, and that was just uh, two and a half years ago. Wow. And how much do you have in just regular savings account? Because we talked about retirement savings and the taxable account. Do you have like a bank account? Yes, uh, we have there about 35000 And I also have in a high interest savings, uh, another uh, 35000 Okay, so you're thinking right now is you would like to have this, let's call it 3,500 a month. You're like, okay, wait, let me have at least have that 40 grand or so a year that you need. And you essentially would like to be able to have at least two years, let's say that like 80 grand that is that you can draw on so that you wouldn't have to pull money out of your investment accounts. Is that right? Yes, exactly. So that like if in maybe a year or two, when we retired, we would have something to the my my real hope was 80, 90,000 saved. Yeah, that's what I think that makes sense. So I agree with that. Um, I think that that would be smart. I am somewhat concerned about this game plan. I'm going to say that right now. And, and, and not like crazy. I'm just I mean, you're teachers, you know how to get a job, right? Yes. So I'm wondering because you're so young, is it possible that you guys could somehow do like, let's say you downshift and you say, all right, we don't want to do what we were doing. We don't want to work as hard. Is it conceivable that each of you could work part-time ish or get a little money or do whatever you think you like, is that, is that on the table? Absolutely. It it really is. I think, um, The thing is that, uh, to be perfectly frank, my spouse more than I are really struggling with the behaviors in class. Like it's become somewhat unmanageable at times. The the, it's really quite been crazy. So, Mm. um, she's even even though she's fifty, we've actually she's been seriously looking at trying to change careers to do something else because Mm -hmm. she actually does want to continue to work, but just not in what we're doing now. 
all right, that's important information for me because here's what I think. I don't think that you could just call it quits and never work again. I don't know, Mark, if you if you if you think that, but I do think that if you were, you know, if for some reason, like let's just say that you guys both said, right, how much do you earn together right now? Um, after taxes are high in Canada, but after taxes, what we um, end up netting is about ten thousand a month. If you could simply choose a career in a year or two, let's just, you know, you build up your nice bank account where you're just covering your expenses. Like if you're telling me 3,500 a month is not that big a deal. So if you guys each were making, you know, the equivalent of $35,000 a year, 70 grand, and you pay your taxes and then you support yourselves and you're not forced to draw money from these accounts, I think you're in great shape. But I think that trying to finance a 40-year retirement, yeah. even if I look at that beautiful reverse mortgage idea, I don't think you have enough money just yet. But I do think that you're in this really interesting place where you could conceivably say, hey, you know what? We can get a job. We can do this. We can do that. So what I would encourage you to do is to start for fun also, is to look around and see if there's something that you could be doing. And it doesn't mean if you or she found something fantastic right now, just an interesting opportunity like, hey, you know, weirdly, they need someone to help with, um, you know, continuing ed at a big financial institution or gosh, you know, I know how to talk to people. I can be a sales rep or I can do this or I can do that, whatever it is. I'd start looking. If you can just cover your expenses, that's a big, big help because otherwise I am concerned that we run out of money. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> you know, so I mean, it's so weird. Like you feel like, oh, you know, I have almost a million dollars. That's a lot of money, right? It is. But it's not as much if you have to pull the money out. And so I'm sure that the back of the envelope calculation or even the more intense calculation from the advisor is like, okay, we can pull this money out. You can live on this money and we won't run out, but we won't have enough money. We're going to have to dig into your principal when you're 70 and then we got to do the house thing. There's a lot of, there are a lot of variables in this and I'm just not as comfortable saying, everything is free and clear. I think if you can find a way to support yourselves for the next 10 years or so and just pay those bills and let that money accumulate, you're in a much better position and you should feel more confident about making those decisions going forward. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I, I yeah, I mean, we're, we've always been savers. Um, we've never had debt. We have no car payments. We have no credit card, you know, so I agree. Like we're in a good position, but I do agree with you. I'm always, I always say to Beth, I'm like, I'm a little nervous. I know she's a professional, the financial planner, but it, it did make me nervous a bit. I think when you know that you're nervous, it's usually a good warning sign. Like I said, this could work out fine. My concern is that for you to feel comfortable making this decision, it should be it should be a better probability of success than what I think you have. Because even if it were, honestly, if you said 90% of the time it'll work, 10%'s a lot. And I think it's easier to make a transition today when you're 50 years old than going out futzing around 10 years from now being like, oh crap, we both need to work. I mean, I'd rather you guys make a transition today and figure out what's next. And if you feel comfortable working as you're working, maybe you don't, I don't know. But like, if you have to, you know, somehow make a different decision, you give yourselves an opportunity in the future. I think that today making this decision feels like 
you know, obviously it's a, a moment in time. I hope it changes, but, you know, at the very least to give her some comfort, like say, Hey babe, you know, I love this idea. I think we should do it, but I think you should really, we are workers and like, let's think about how to get you out of this nasty situation and get you to a better place. So you feel good about working because you are really young both of you. Yeah, yes, I agree. I agree. So you do think, Jill, then that we should save for a couple years worth yep. of, yep. And so stop investing for now. I mean, look, I think that if you could do, could you split the difference? Could we say you're saving 50 grand in a year? Can you take half of that and put it in savings and the other half in investing? That would be good. Yeah, I think that's a smart idea too. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. So I think that that's good. I want to make sure that you guys have all of your state documents. I don't know what the situation, like Canadian law is, but just make sure you've got everything set up and then start doing phase two. Like phase one is work our butts off. Phase two is work hard, but do have more fun working. I like that. Yeah. All right. So phase two, let's have more fun working. And then phase three is like, okay, we'll call it quits. But if you have more fun working, you may not want to call it quits so quickly. Exactly. That's that's our hope. That's that's the plan. I agree I, with you. Well, listen, thank you so much for sharing your story. Let's go get phase two, have more fun at work careers, and let us know how it goes. If you are interested in figuring out what your next phase should be, because I do think, guys, that we got long lives ahead of us. I think we keep underestimating longevity risks and you know, if you're burnt out and you're bummed out at work, I get it. Let's get you a new job. Let's get a new career. Let's stop selling ourselves short. It's not all or nothing. A hundred percent, you know, pedal down, kill ourselves to zero. I like an interim period. And if you need some help figuring that out, we'd love to hear from you. Just go to our website, jillonmoney.com. Click the contact us button. Let us know if you like Joe would like to come on the air with us. Don't forget to sign up for the free weekly newsletter and subscribe to this and to our other broadcasts. Check everything out. We've got lots and lots of content on our website. So we thank you very much for listening. Put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. We know that that will make the person feel better. It will make you feel better. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 